Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Is it the demise of Plowmaster 43 or is it something to enhance the profile of Plowmaster 43? Are you getting into uh, duplicate slash triplicate social media accounts on Instagram? What's up? Yeah, I'm going to have to add a new Instagram account. And in following up with Plowmaster 43, it's going to have to be Lawnmaster 43 with the new, um, you know, um, lawnmower that I am getting from the family. Um, just so you know, my old lawnmower was about a 12-year-old lawnmower. Nice John Deere little tractor, right? But the... Um, the hinge like Eric is on Branson kind of thing, or like equate your mower to a player who's currently in the NHL. Well, who's hurt right now? That is uh, got great, <laughs> great bones, but is hurt um, because my lawnmower melted the Mark Giordano. The... Okay, Mark Giordano, <laughs> long time, lots of mileage, lots of great work, hard work, great work. But unfortunately, like the hood, um, the hinges in the front all melted because the engine got too hot and the mower deck is a little bit tough and the seat is all ripped and it's still a great mower. I got a bad leg right now. I got a flat tire. It's just, it's a disaster. So we needed a new one. And now I've gotten this brand new zero turn. Like the, I feel like I'm in Star Wars when I'm, uh, you know, Anakin Skywalker as a young kid that races the the speedster through. And uh, yes, I'm going to be, you know, cutting the grass three or four times a week. I kid you not, I'm going to be out there all the time. It's sure. going to be fantastic. So Lawnmaster 43 is going to join Plowmaster 43 as a uh, um an, an outdoor the, activist. The, That's just duo. A duo. That's a duo. They work hand in hand. When one closes shop, the other one opens shop. That's the way it works. Okay. So I'm assuming this is actually what you wanted me to ask you at the start of the show. Yes. What you got for Christmas, right? Yes. Uh, that was, okay, uh, I was so surprised. I'll be honest okay. with you. I was like, huh? Like, I'm like, and then they got me like a John Deere hat and a keychain and a pen and all and socks. You know, socks about, but the guy on the socks is pushing his lawn. Like he's got the push lawnmower. I'm like, the, the reason the guy on the sock is swearing up a storm is because he doesn't have my lawnmower. My lawnmower is yeah. going to be great. Like that's what it is. <laughs> nothing, nothing runs like a deer. So good for you. That's uh, a nice, yeah, that's really, uh, I'm happy for you. I really am. Now, equate- I'm taking, I'm taking uh, like contracts now. I'm I'm already taking contracts. I feel like I should have a side gig and just come, go out and cut in people's grass. Quickly equate that feeling to the feeling of the 90s music experience. Oh my known, God. Known as Stifler's mom uh, on Friday night. Friday night, Manhattan, December 22nd. At the, at the Cutting Room, which was actually a really nice uh, nice venue that we ventured into for the first time. It was, um, I, I, I want to say that's, uh, it's pretty even par because uh, although the, the lawn mowing is going to happen over and over and over again, I feel like this two-hour 90s music experience from Stifler's mom, the band, 11-piece band with the 
trumpet, the saxophone, the trombone, the hip hop, the 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 pop, the boy band, the Britney Spears, like all of that, right? It was it was really cool. Um, it we had a good time. We had a great time on Friday night. Um, I just showed everybody in the family like the Instagram video, not the Instagram, the videos I took on my phone. And uh, we went on their Instagram to check out like what they do in the summertime. They do a lot of concert on the beaches in Long Island, right? Oh, like nice. a beachfront like concerts and all that. So it was great. Again, great gift uh, from our gift exchange. It was uh, it was a fun time. Well, producer Jeff is intently listening here, and uh, he needs to know that the uh, band and I have connected, of course, now on Instagram, and they were very disappointed to know that the enemy yes. was in the house during the concert, and they didn't know that the enemy, uh, assuming us, friendly enemy. So, um, Which I thought they would they, be they, Rangers they, fan by they, saying that because we're in Manhattan, but they're not. They're Islanders fans. They are huge, huge, huge Islanders fans. So then I got a very negative message from them after the game saying, thanks for nothing. You had one job. <laughs> and that was for the Sabres to beat the Rangers. So now, <laughs> now they could care less whether they see us again at another one of their shows. But no, in all seriousness, it was a super fun night with, uh, of course, Mr. Everything, Jason Weiss, making sure that we, uh, you know, got there safely. He made sure you got there safe because according to your plans, um, you would have been there 10 minutes early. But uh, Weiss, he says, no, we're still 10 minutes away. So. That was, but it was a nice night, um, a nice busy weekend in the city, obviously, and leading up to Christmas. It was great. Now, I'll ask you this. So the morning of the game Saturday, the Knicks played an afternoon game, right, mm -hmm. at the Garden, and then the Sabres played that night. The Knicks also played yesterday at the Garden on Christmas yep. Day. And um, I'm sitting on my couch yesterday watching football, watching basketball and all of it, and I understand that if it falls on a Sunday or a Monday, the NFL is going to kind of take over. But if Christmas was on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or a Thursday or whatnot, um, would you like to see hockey on Christmas Day? Because I'm sitting there yesterday and I'm thinking, I'd love to have a couple of good hockey games this afternoon. Like I'm sitting on the couch, you know, with Jacob and he's back in town for the week and we're watching yeah. sport. We, we watch every football game there was last two days, whatnot. But I'm like, I would love to see hockey on Christmas Day if it wasn't a Sunday or a Monday where the NFL is so prevalent. And I'm wondering if you feel the same way, Duffer. Yes, um, it's long overdue. Uh, I don't love the narrative that, oh, well, it's a basketball day or it's a football day. Like, believe in your product, sell it to your consumers, and maybe win over a few more consumers. That is yeah. undoubtedly how it should be. Now, I will say this. I don't know... Um, from an operation standpoint, um, you know, how how pay is distributed for workers throughout the arena when working on holidays. Like, is it incentivized enough to, you know, make sure that everybody literally top to bottom in the arena is compensated properly for working on a very, very, very significant family holiday. Yeah. And I say this with great emphasis because it was so impressive to watch every person in that arena at the garden, working the changeover, cleaning the arena. It, it went from a disaster area like most games, you know, stadiums look after a game, the turnaround in less than an hour 
to clean carpets, to everything being wiped down, sanitized. Like, yeah. honestly, I was so impressed. And all I could think of was anybody who works at a concession or anywhere in the arena deserves to be more yeah. than normally ad- adequately compensated for their efforts at a time like this. It was it was impressive. So full. It was very impressive. Art. When we walked in, I saw a smashed hot dog on the carpet as I walked into the 300 level right by the press box. There's popcorn on the floor everywhere. I'm like, there's a game here in two hours. They're never going to get all that clean. And all of a sudden you walk out and it is spotless. So much so that like they have to remove the floor that covers the ice, right? So by the time we got there, the basketball floor had already been removed, but the underneath floor that they covered the ice with hadn't Mm -hmm. so they're moving it out like a puzzle piece right they know the pieces and they stack them on top of the big um, storage areas and they roll them out the ice wasn't even uncovered by about 25 30 percent and the the ice crew was already edging the walls because he knew that by the time he would get around that he would be able to continue because they would be so quickly to remove everything Mm -hmm. it was unreal how all of this came together. Um, and I've seen it before, but not like that. Like we would walk in in the Boston, you know, the TD Garden in Boston, and mm-hmm. the Celtics would have just finished a game on a Saturday afternoon and we're playing Saturday night. Or even Toronto with the Raptors or whatnot. It's happened before, MSG. But I'm always in the law. I was always in the locker room getting ready. I wasn't paying attention. Hey, will it be ready? And now last uh, last game in New York, we got to see it from the press box. And it was, wow, the amount of people, the amount of staff, and the amount of people that had to be there probably at, what, 9, 10 in the morning and are going to work until midnight because they're going to do the double header. It was pretty impressive. But again, I go back to, I know I, maybe I was wishful thinking that there would be a a hockey game on yesterday other than a Sabres Mm -hmm. game because I like to be home. But you're right. You got to think of the workers. But having hockey on Christmas would would be fantastic. Yeah, I would love it. I think it's uh, I think it absolutely should happen moving forward. Uh, so let's, you know, obviously get back to uh, what next? What now? How okay. does it change for Buffalo and the I don't know. I don't think you can call it a carousel. The fact of the matter is we've seen Lucanen, we've seen Levi, uh, we're seeing more of them. So how do you go about laying it out now? Um, I, you know, I let, let I'll just leave the question there and, and let you, you know off from your vantage point okay so first of all we got to point out that the holiday roster freeze uh is in effect right now and will be done at midnight on the 27th i believe so they are done what are we today technically we are a tuesday wednesday is a game so i think on thursday it ends um and then after that depending on what happens with zemgus gergensen's but even with Zemgus, right now the Sabres are one player over. If Zemgus mm-hmm. gets activated this week, which there's probably a good chance that he will be ready to play. He's been taking full practice, and Don Granado said it was going to take him maybe a few more days. But we're looking at Zemgus probably being activated. That means two roster moves moving forward. So one of them that you know we've been talking a lot about is probably, well, you're going to have to not carry three goalies. 
Because you're down to seven defensemen right now. Like, can can you go to six? Do you want to send Ryan Johnson down to Rochester? No, he's playing right now. He's he's one of them that you can't do that. So you're going to have to have roster moves. You, you know, you're not sending Zach Benson back anywhere. Uh, and the only other two forwards that can go down to Rochester without having to go through waivers is Jack Wynn and J.J. Paterka. They're not going anywhere. So it's either going to have to come through waivers Somebody would be put on waivers, trades. But one of them, the move that's probably the most simple one to do is to not have three goalies again. And we've now seen that it's been Levi Lukanen for Don Granado and the Sabres moving forward. So is there an an option, something that could happen with Eric Comrie in the next week, in the next couple of weeks? Um, That's something that I'll be keeping an eye on because the Sabres, we talked about it before at the beginning of the show. Like to go 30, 16 and one or 32, 14 and one, mm-hmm. it's going to be a, 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 a you got to get on a run. You're going to have to get on a run. So, but if, if that was not to happen, can you look at it and say, Hey, we need to give Lucan and Levi as much playing experience as we can now until the end of the year. So that next year we have a clear indication of who's our number one and where do we go? And maybe that's the move that you have to make. You have to give Levi Lukanen all the opportunities to play from now until the end of the year. And that may leave Eric Comrie uh, on a bit of an island and and maybe open for a move here. Is it undoubtedly Comrie in your opinion? I only ask because after seemingly taking over as number one, Lukanen now finds himself winless in his last six. Um, yeah, I would suggest that it is... Uh, Eric Comrie, the contract situation being that he's a UFA at the end of the year uh, mm-hmm. would lead me to believe that if you can't find a suitor through a trade, you would probably say, okay, we have to put Eric Comrie on waivers and then maybe he finds his way to Rochester. And I hate to say that, but if nobody's mm-hmm. going to take Eric Comrie on waivers, and there may be teams that will just because sure. of their goalie situation, um, then it would only cost you about what eight hundred thousand on the cap to have Eric Comrie in the minors at this point. So probably would be the move, in my opinion, that the mm-hmm. Sabers would make. I don't want to see Yuko Pekalukinen either being traded right now or put on waivers because right. all of a sudden you lose a twenty-four-year-old goaltender. You know that you can have for a few more years. So I, I think that would be the move. Amherst won their last game before the break, three-two in overtime, as Brandon Byro scored. The decider, it uh, drew an assist from Jacob Bryson, which was nice to see. The Amherst are home tomorrow and home Friday here, so they are also home for the remainder of this holiday season. Thanks for being with us on Sabres Live. We'll be back with a couple of one words to wrap up this Tuesday installment. We're back after this.